0: You're listening to Theological Sidebar, where I, your host, will take you through a beautiful discussion of things that are interesting, that come from the biblical text and the crazy world around us. Buckle your seatbelt. Here we go. Hit that subscribe button. Check out our YouTube channel. Um, I think that's about it. We'll talk to you later. Enjoy. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Theological Sidebars. I feel like there's going to be a short one today. But here we go. So something that I really just couldn't let go, uh, that uh, was something that was in the message of uh, Matthew 13 as we were looking at uh, Jesus' interpretation of uh, the parable of the wheat and the weeds that were uh, sown together, where the enemy came at night and he threw all these weeds in. It was really something very interesting as he reinterprets the passage. So uh, really, I think it's going to be something that... um, will challenge you, and maybe challenge your thinking a little bit more um, today. I hope it does. Let's look at this together. Uh, let's go over to our passage, shall we? And I want you to see what it says. So it says, um, as Jesus is interpreting, he says, the, son of, uh, the one who sows the good seed is the son of man, the field of the world, the good seed. These are the children of the kingdom, The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. And the harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters, the angels, therefore, as just as the weeds are gathered and burned into fire, so it will be at the end of the age. Son of man will send out his angels, and they'll gather from his kingdom all who cause sin and those guilty of lawlessness, and they will throw them in the blazing furnace, where there'll be weeping, gnashing of teeth. And the righteous will shine like the sun in their father's kingdom. Let anyone who has ears listen. All right, this is the part that I think is really interesting. Um, That kind of struck me is these two children. Or in the original text, it talks about the sons, right? So uh, this, the field is the world and uh, the good seed. These are the children of the kingdom and the weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. What I find very interesting about that is essentially what Jesus is doing. is He's, he's saying there's only two types of people in the world. Um, there are children of the kingdom because this is the world, right? This is, there is the world. The seed has been sown. There will be those who will turn uh, into wheat who belong to him. They'll be gathered up into the barn. They'll experience um, the glory of the Father. They'll reflect that. That's what you kind of see there. Um, and then you have the weeds and the weeds in this one, he says, our children are the evil one. And then he goes on to tell us who that is. That's the devil. And what I think is interesting about this, right, is that we, I think sometimes think about, you know, we think about people in terms of spectrum, right? We think of really, we think of good and we think of bad and, um, we kind of measure all people based on this, you know, this standard, right? So we've got, uh, good people who are um, over on this side and uh, yeah, if they're really, really good, we're, we're excited for them. And if they're really bad, you know, we kind of know that really, really bad people go and really, really good people go. And then there's the kind of the in between. Right. And so a lot of people kind of think of people in that spectrum. And so I'm not a bad person. I'm not a good person. You know that more neutral that that's not what he's saying. Right. He's saying that there's only two types. There's those who belong to him, who belong to the kingdom, those who are children of God. Uh, the Kingdom, and how are you part of the kingdom? He tells you early on, right that uh, you accept him, uh, your relationship to Jesus, your fellowship, your walking with him, uh, is what makes you a brother, sister of his, right? Everybody else, though, by definition is a son of the evil one, Satan. Now that's bizarre to us sometimes, right? because we look at people. We say, no, 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 they're not Christian, but they're good good people. And that messes us up a lot. But The reality is it shouldn't mess us up because Jesus' words here are telling us that there's only two types. It doesn't matter. They're goodness, right? We get so lost up in goodness and badness. Um, look, if you're a follower of Jesus, you should be good. You should be you know, trying to please him. I mean, look at how, how John frames this in First John, right? He, he affirms to the same kind of understanding. Little children, let no one deceive you. The one who does what is right is righteous, as, just as he is righteous. So if you belong to the Lord, you should be doing right. You should be doing righteous. If you say that you're a believer and yet you have no walk with the Lord, no evidence, that might be evidence that you really don't walk with him. Notice what else he says. The one who commits sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned since the beginning. And so this is kind of the, the, um, the beginning of just affirming this stuff that Jesus is already teaching. Notice what else he goes on to say. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose, to destroy the devil's works. Uh, everyone uh, who has been born of God does not sin because his seed remains in him, and he's not able to sin because he's been born of God. This is how God's children and the devil's children become obvious. Whoever does not do what is right is not of God, and especially the one who does not love his brother or sister. Now look, John is not saying there that, um, that if you sin, you don't belong to the Lord. He, he deals with that already in that about uh, that we, you know, we deceive ourselves if we believe that we are without sin. But our asking for forgiveness, all of that uh, is one of the things that is different about us, that we turn that to the Lord and we have been bought and purchased. But I do think that the Christian needs to keep this in mind, right? That there is no spectrum. Those people that you like, that are friends, that are just really good people. And you might find yourself wondering, and say, well, maybe they'll be okay. Maybe, maybe, you know, the Lord will let them into heaven because they're just, I can't imagine that God would send good people, you know, to hell. Um, but really, it's not about your goodness. It's about do you belong to the kingdom or not? Have you been? And, and you know, this parable is not really about how you become part of the kingdom. This parable is just simply about the end time, when He will harvest and separate believer from unbeliever. So, really, there should be an urgency on our part. We we should be looking right and saying, uh, you know, who am I and which one am I? And we should be looking and understanding that everybody outside of faith in Jesus doesn't belong to him. They belong to the, the domain of darkness. They belong to Satan and he will use them as tools and however he wants to notice what he does. And you look at the text right there, right? If you go back, what does he say in the text about them? It says that, um, that, uh, in the text here, he goes on to say this, that, um, that they will cause sin and they're guilty of lawlessness, right? So those are things that we, we need to be reminded of that they, they have a purpose that he uses people for this. and, And, you know, uh, you and I belonged to him before Jesus saved us. And we need to keep that in mind. When you got saved, you were not somebody who was good who was saved. You were somebody who belonged to the domain of darkness. And Jesus called you out of that. And everybody else, no matter how good they are, are in that. Do we believe that? might be harsh might seem hard to accept, but those are Jesus' words. That's taught elsewhere in the New Testament, as we see. There are only two types of people. All right, I hope you you look at that. Look, this is not a passage for you to go around and start calling people a bunch of spawn of Satan or anything like that. That's not the point. Uh, The point is to recognize that the stakes are high, though, that the gospel uh, is so needed because it's about, uh, really, that you either belong to Jesus or you don't. And it's not that you just neutrally kind of float around. You actually belong to the domain of darkness. You belong to Satan. And so those are things you need to think through and be reminded of. It's not just a low stakes game. Uh, This is very high stakes. And so those people that you love very much, who you think might be okay, no. Get them the gospel. Look, and if they've heard the gospel and they reject it, that's on them. And... If, you know, just keep praying that God might open their eyes because you don't know. Like I said, this parable is not a parable to tell you how it happens or who gets there. This is just to tell you what's going to happen in the end. Right. But you don't know. All of us started in domain of darkness and brought over. You don't know if God might still pull them over when they accept Jesus. though. All right. I hope this helpful. We'll talk a little bit later, guys. Take care. Bye bye.